What up, family? This is your boy, Nakata, the author of Heart on Break, your go-to metaphysical coach helping you find your life's purpose. And I want to welcome you guys to my new podcast, the I Am Nakata podcast, of course. Shout outs to you guys who are listening early because I just dropped this, real talk. And, and I'm looking for your support, liking, sharing, you know what I'm saying, leaving reviews as much as you possibly can. You could go ahead and leave those reviews now if you love the old podcast that was on my website. But I had to upgrade it because folks were saying, yo, I can't listen to this all across the board. So this is what this podcast will do. And, you know, I could have called it the Heart on Break podcast or something pertaining to my book. But I'm definitely going to be sharing more, you know, sharing more of my stories and my experiences, some of the little details that went into writing my book that goes into the work that I currently do as a knowledge of self and wellness coach for men, because I do consider it to be important work. As a matter of fact, in the last two years or so, with the growth in male-only content, you know, I actually value my stuff even more because in 2016, when I dropped Hard on Break, talking about purpose and all the healing work that I talk about that men need to do and the health aspect, attraction, and even marriage, you know, content creators were just telling you how to pick up on women, you know? So now I've seen a lot of that be adapted by a lot of these mainstream guys, even my terminology, high value man that I've been using since 2017, 2018, I've seen that get adopted by some of the most popular guys on the manosphere. So, you know, I definitely value my work more because initially I wrote the book. I didn't know what to expect. I really didn't. But I'm glad it's been received. I'm glad it's been able to reach and help thousands of men. And I look forward to doing more as I got more editions of Heart and Break coming out soon plus a whole lot of other things, guys. So definitely appreciate all the support over the years. And I'm definitely thankful for you guys who are listening, who will be champions of this podcast, getting it out there to others, particularly men, young men who can gain from these discussions that we'll be having on here. The average man in America is highly stressed out. We live in a society where the food is highly estrogenic in nature. And as a result of the excessive amounts of estrogenic compounds found in our food, water, and air supply, men are literally suffering from epidemically low levels of testosterone. Low testosterone and high levels of stress literally equals an unhealthy man. Unfortunately, I can't make the stress go away. But what I can do is help you manage the stress with my line of premium adaptogenic herbs specifically for the male nervous system. Only available when you become a member of my Men's Wellness Club. Membership includes one, two, or even three of my premium adaptogenic herbs delivered to you monthly. These are all herbs clinically proven to help your body adapt to stress. These are all testosterone boosting and hormone regulating herbs that you'll notice an immediate effect on your sex drive as well as your overall mood. Become a member of the Men's Wellness Club over at IamNakata.com. So this, the very first episode, episode number one, is a 2021 year in review. Personally, I went through a lot last year, a whole lot. And, um, you know, generally speaking, as men, we don't want to be too vulnerable about the things that we go through on our own. But me personally, like my vulnerability has always been transcribed into some kind of higher level purpose stuff. And sure, I'll continue to do that. But sometimes it's just good to let it out and just to talk about it, because I get so many men being vulnerable with me that, you know, it's the least that I can do sometimes is to show some of my vulnerability about some of the things that I went through. And for me, real honestly, you know, 2021 was just one of those years where I was like, who am I? Like, not who 
who am I as in my purpose and why am I here? But like, who am I as in why am I behaving like this? Why am I reacting like this? Why am I doing this? Why am I not doing this? And a variety of other things. So, you know, I'm going to talk about some of the, the changes and the things that happened last year that really impacted me on a high level. A lot of us men, we need to just be honest about these things, but most importantly, be willing to learn. Because sometimes if you don't review it often enough, you won't learn as repetition is the master of learning. You're not going to learn stuff if you don't consistently go over it and make preparations to do better the next time. I'm no different from anybody else in this department. If, if I don't get enough reps in, it's just not going to work for me either. From my self-studies, man, I got a few things to share on that. And number one would be healthy and unhealthy forms of alone time. You know me, I've been this type of guy that's been pretty okay with alone time for a very long time. And it's rarely ever fully alone time in the sense of physically and non-communicatively. But in many cases, it is physically alone, meaning that I'm by myself for days, weeks, and sometimes months without much interaction with others. Last year, I did get an opportunity to be alone physically. And it was the first time I had been alone physically like that in mm, probably a couple years. Like literally there was a stretch of like three or four months where <laughs> I didn't talk to anybody except for my neighbors. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't hanging out with anyone. I was just really in a zone, really going through what I was going through. And, you know, I had the question myself about what's really healthy for me. I'm a big advocate of alone time. For some men like myself who have a bunch of people in their life who are literally vying for every second of your attention in some form, whether that's work, whether that's your parents and your family, because that's a big one for most of us, whether that's your children, whether that's your relationship, your wife, your girlfriends, or what have you, or whether it's just things that come up. Like there are a lot of different entities, a lot of different things that are vying for your attention. And of course, let's not forget about these damn phones and computers that we're all seemingly attached to. So, you know, when you have this many things literally vying for your attention, like when do you actually get alone? time and what puts you in a position for you to be alone because many of us we don't get to be alone until we've had this major breakup with a girl we don't get to be alone until some shit falls apart and you're left by yourself many of us just don't voluntarily choose to be alone and i think that therein lies the problem because when you actually get a chance to voluntarily choose to be alone and then within that alone time that you get you realize that this has been good for me this has been serving me but damn i can't keep on like this. This is ultimately not as healthy for me over a long-term period of time as it would be if I were just doing it for a couple weeks or a month or two, but you know, three, four, five, six months, a year by yourself. Let's just be real. It's very rare that a man gets that. So the circumstances that put you in a position where you actually get this time alone is really going to matter because it's going to make a difference because sometimes after that breakup or that falling apart or that split or what have you that leaves you alone, you don't actually want to be alone. And so during that alone physical time, what are you doing? You're on the phone, you're chit-chatting, you're talking, you're social media, you're doing a whole bunch of things that in many ways is just wasting your time and is just an escape 
for the most part, a real big escape from the fact that you should be working on yourself, that you should be doing more to move further, that you should be healing from what just happened or perhaps healing from a whole bunch of other things that you haven't really dealt with. So you'll find that when you do find yourself in these situations, if the distractions are still there, sure, you're alone. Nobody's sleeping in the bed with you, right? But that's not what you want. You would actually want someone to be sleeping in bed or you would actually prefer not to be alone and being alone right now is kicking your ass that could be healthy for you but you're not comfortable with it so therefore you're looking for any means to break that alone time and attach yourself to others and what i've noticed especially with the men that i work with that's a very dangerous thing it really is now Conversely, there are some times when it's unhealthy for you to be alone. And I think that that's a per person kind of thing as well, too. I don't know anybody, any man in this world, this modern world, with the level of stress that we're facing, with the social programming that we're trying to work our way out of, with all of the things that are stacked against us. I don't know any man who can't benefit from healthy time alone. But I do know some men who, if they isolate themselves, they're doing the world a disservice. If they isolate themselves, they're actually reducing the chances of them accomplishing their life's purpose. If they're isolating themselves, you know what I'm saying? They're not having an impact on others. And I'm not saying that's everyone, but there's some people, and I consider myself one of them, where, yeah, I love being alone. And I find myself alone a lot more than the average person. And I also find myself being completely okay with that being alone. But for me, after a certain period of time, especially if I'm not suffering from any losses or if I'm not alone because of a breakup or, you know, a change in circumstances, if I'm alone because I chose to be, that can't go on too long for me. It'll get unhealthy because the role that I play is to be working with others. By this level alone for this kind of individual, I'm talking about physically alone, but also not being in contact with others not communicating with others, not really serving your purpose, not doing what you're supposed to be doing, just feeling alone and feeling stuck, that right there can be very, very unhealthy. And like I said, it's just based on you, your purpose, and how you're meant to work with others. Because you got people that are really best in the crowd, that are really best working with others, that are really best in social scenes, and that's okay. You get what I'm saying? But you got to know yourself well enough to know what's healthy for you because I'm such a big advocate of this. I just want men to understand that there is a balance. Know yourself and understand yourself because at the end of the day, there's some of us who can literally be alone for a year straight and be totally okay with it. But the truth is, that's not a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? And there are also some of us who need to be alone for a year and will never be alone. So there's healthy and unhealthy forms of alone time. But the main thing is that you got to achieve some growth from it. That's really what it boils down to. If you're not achieving any kind of growth from your alone time, then you're slipping backwards and you're possibly really hurting yourself. 2021, man, I just had a lot of self-study epiphanies, very similar to what I experienced perhaps right before I wrote Heart on Break in about 2015 and 2016. Last year, though, a lot of that self-study time was spent alone, even though, you know, it wasn't completely alone. You know what I mean? It just was a long stretch. And, you know, one of those big epiphanies, so to speak, that I feel as if I learned how to deal with, and this was going closer towards the end of the year, was dealing with the shadow energies 
that come and go. You know, everybody who knows me pretty well knows that I do metaphysical coaching based on the human design platform. Now, the human design is a combination of astrology, the Kabbalah, as well as the Hindu chakra system, right? And so there's a lot that you can learn simply by knowing what time you were born based on your location, as well as the time of day, specifically the time of day, right? And what a lot of us don't understand is that we're born with certain energies locked in, certain things that we do locked in, certain patterns that we'll exhibit locked in. And for every one of those, it has a duality to it. You know, polarity is the law of the universe, just like there's male and there's female, you know, there's darkness and there's light. And it's important to understand that no matter how great one wants to be, no matter how enthusiastic you want to be, no matter how happy you want to be, the dark moments come, you know, send the unenthusiastic moments come the depressive moments come and what i've learned to do is to understand the shadow energies of some of the energies that come and go for me because the point is no matter how productive i am and i and i consider myself a very productive person i'm constantly making content i'm constantly working with others i'm constantly doing a whole bunch of things that requires my attention and requires my diligence requires my discipline but there are times where like for me it's just off and during those moments of being off, I feel like shit. <laughs> I mean, I really do. And sometimes, you know, and without the self-study to realize that this is something that comes and goes, like I can literally beat myself up based on how I feel for a couple of days. When in truth, like I may go through that for a couple of days, but I'll pop right out of it and get back to what I need to do. And I just need to understand that these are some of the things that come with being this type of person energetically. There's no perfect man. And I think that because so many men are looking for this perfection in life, are looking to be perceived as perfect and all good and everything is great about them, that we forget that these dark shadow sides exist. Those dark anger, frustration, bitterness, you know, all these different emotions that we feel sure sometimes you feel it because you were dealing with someone that put you in a particular mood or you went through a situation that left a bad taste in your mouth or something of, of that nature yeah you're gonna have those and in many cases a lot of the shadow energies are going to come through others but there are going to be times where you're going to feel some of the shadow energies and it has nothing to do with no one else it's just you it's just coming and you have to learn how to understand that this is not a for everything. This is not who you are in its entirety. You know, sometimes for me personally, I struggle with staying enthusiastic about the things that I'm doing and the things that I'm creating. I might say to myself, oh my gosh, no, this is not going to work. Nobody's going to like it. People are not going to respond to this. I might do something like that when that's far from the truth. You get what I'm saying? And even if it is the truth, if I don't stay enthusiastic about it and I lose momentum and I stop working on it, I never get to find out. Sometimes it's just better to keep Keep on moving, push through whatever you got to push through and get it accomplished versus stopping. And for me, that's something I got to deal with because it doesn't matter how successful I've been in the past with this business, that business, relationships or whatever the case is. Sometimes this energy comes and I just got to learn that, OK, I'm feeling like this right now. Is there a practice that I can employ to help me move through this? Is there something that I can do that helps me get more enthusiastic? And for a lot of men, when we go through these or if you have happened to experience some of these similar things sometimes what we want is somebody in our corner who can say hey 
Shake yourself off of this. Take a day off. You know, go to the beach, do something, but come back strong. Lucky for me, my father's always been someone that can do that for me, but not always. And and he doesn't always understand. And just like most parents, they're not always patient or even available to you when you're going through your moments, you know. And this is why I'm such a big advocate for of men having other men in their lives, not just to have men to talk to and de-stress on, but men who actually understand the cycles that you go through and can actually encourage you, inspire you, motivate you, give you a shot, give you some support, give you what you need to help you get started and to get you, help you move through it. Man, I got so many different things that aren't right in my life that if I just laid down and stayed in just one of them, I could be risking my whole life. I could be risking my whole future. I could be risking the value of who I become simply because because I stayed in that shadow energy. The truth is, every shadow has its light. So no matter how bad it may feel going through these things, you must be able to transcend and move towards the light. And that requires you learning something from the shadow energies. But it also requires you understanding that this is a part of who you are. I just had a conversation on one of my live calls the other day with a young lady. And I was just telling her, I was like, listen, you know, People say you're this, this and that, but that is truly who you are. And regardless of whether you like that you're like this or not, you've got to know that this is a part of who I am. This is a part of my behaviors and I may show up like this sometimes. I need somebody or I need people who understand that about me and can deal with me even though I'm like this. Because me trying to hide it or act like I don't go through this or act like it doesn't happen, that's just lying. Of course, it starts with lying to yourself. But, you know, when you actually know that you do these things or you exhibit these patterns, you got to do people a favor and let them know. And that's why I say the self-study is so important because it's not just about understanding yourself, but it's also understanding how you bring yourself to others because people are looking for the fairy tale and no such person exists. You're going to have shadow energies that you got to go through. You're not going to always be in the light. You've got to accept that about yourself. That's something that I'm learning to accept about myself because, you know, I work with men and sometimes I hear guys talk about some of these deep shadowy energies that sound dark and, and even evil and twisted. And man, I just got to let them know, hey, you're going to go there from time to time. You're never going to be this perfect person who doesn't feel this or experience this because this is a part of your energetic composition. The key is learning how to manage when the energy goes there, because the more balanced you are, the more you know yourself, the more you operate in your light. It doesn't mean that you don't go to the darkness. It just means that you know how to move yourself out of the darkness. It And it also means that you know how to keep the darkness from overtaking you and and stopping you from what it is that you really truly need to be doing in your life because that's what it does it causes some blockages if you stay there too long me personally i'm not exempt i go through it too everybody's got to learn how to deal with those shadow energies that they possess and with that one it lends itself to another self-study epiphany that i've always known but haven't always been true to and that's trust in my process man i'm telling you sometimes i wish i could just do things when somebody tells me to do it how somebody tells me to do it you know what i'm saying somebody said hey this stock is going to be hot you need to go and buy it i wish sometimes that i literally go out and buy it just when they said it especially if i trust them you know sometimes i just wish that if it's somebody i trust 
I just go out there and do it right away. But for me, it, it really doesn't happen like that all the time. That's not my process. My process is is just different. It's it's unique. I'm not saying it's unique in the world and others don't share a similar process as I do. But my process for me is just always slower. And sometimes, man, I lose patience with myself. I find that I lose patience with others too, but I'm seeing where it comes from. Because sometimes it is an opportunity that was given to me that I was just too slow on taking action on and I missed out on it completely and that could be tens of thousands of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars or something like that in that nature and I'm like yo what the fuck what is your problem why are you doing this why are you not doing this and all these different things and it does take a lot sometimes when you look at others in this social media world who are enjoying their lives who seem to have it all made and seem to make all the right moves that all the right times, especially since 2020, you know, you got all these people on social media talking about what they did and how they became crypto millionaires or stock market millionaires and all these different things. And, you know, sometimes it's inspirational, but sometimes you are looking at other people's shit and really not trusting your process, which of course means that you have to know yourself to a great degree for you to understand your process in the first place. So, so this may not make any sense if you don't really have a good understanding of yourself. You just, won't have an understanding of your process if you don't because sometimes the process that we're stuck in right now is a part of that shadow energy that I was talking about and it's not really a process it's not at all because it's not leading to anything that's the difference you've got to learn to understand when what you're doing is just a dysfunctional repetitive pattern that you're stuck in and it's not a process that leads to progress that leads to a particular end goal because that's important your process is not to stay in the same place forever. You're, and it's going to be relatively easy to determine whether you're in a process or you're stuck somewhere. Because if you're stuck, you're not going to be achieving the things that you have set out to do. You're not. But if you're in a process, and even if that process is different from others, slower than others, you can still see, okay, this got done. This got done. This is better. This is moving along. Things are adding up because the truth is some of us are just boom. We, we, we hit a home run well in the first swing while others got to strike out a couple of times. And that might be a part of your process. But there's a big difference when you strike out every single time because something about your process is not working. It's not a process. It's a repetitive cycle that you need to make the proper adjustments for so that way the process can get moving. There's always duality. Like I say, you got to be able to move between the shadow and the light. Sometimes you got to trust your process a little bit more. And, you know, sometimes you got to get out of a funk. You got to change things up. You got to do things differently. You got to take the action that you refuse to take. You got to stop waiting. But then there are other times where you're actually doing what you need to be doing. You are taking baby steps. You are taking all the necessary measures that you need to take to accomplish a particular goal. But maybe you're just impatient with the results that you're getting. Maybe you want immediate returns when it's not quite time yet. These things matter because a person can literally make themselves depressed by not understanding their process, by not knowing that, okay, if I just keep on, 
I'll get what I'm looking for. I'll get rewarded for this. I'll get compensated for it. I'll get recognized for it. I'll be happy when it's done. These things are important to know. You got to trust your process. And if you don't trust your process, it's either that the process is not a process. It's just a dysfunctional pattern that you need to change. Or you got to learn yourself a little bit more so you can understand what process you are in and make sure you can really engage yourself in that particular process and not allow yourself to be operating off somebody else's process, trying to do things the way other people do, because it doesn't always work for you. This is important. Trust your process or find a new one that works. One thing I've learned about my self-studies is that I'm not always going to get the epiphany by myself. Sometimes it's after I've noticed certain things by myself and others have said, but yeah, you do this. Yeah, that's correct. Or somebody pointed out something and showed you that this is a pattern or something you consistently do or embody for a long time, long before you even recognized it. So sometimes you do need others in this process of getting that big epiphany. And of course, the epiphany is for you to realize that this is actually something that is a part of you or something that's healthy for you or something that's not healthy for you. But the bottom line is you either stick to it and employ it more or you abandon it for something that works better. Another one of those things last year brought a greater understanding to me was the importance of routines for me. And I think I've known this for a long time, but I've just never really realized it. I'm, I'm a person who needs routines and being an entrepreneur for the last six years and many years before that is put me on my own routine, so to speak. So it's not like I notice that I get up every day and do this, do that, do that in a particular order. I just do it. And sometimes it just takes others to be in your presence to understand your your pattern, so to speak. But not every pattern is a routine. A routine, for the most part, for me, it helps you stay grounded. Last year, I noticed so many disturbances to my routine, especially since a few things changed. I was in a relationship, ended right as the year started. And, you know, I realized that knocked my routine off tremendously. A lot of things changed. And, you know, sometimes for many of us, um, a routine is either something that you feel like you're forced to do by discipline or something that you, you do because you know for sure that this routine is what protects my sanity, what makes me healthy, what makes me productive, what makes me creative, whatever the case may be. Establishing and understanding your routines that lead to the productivity that you're looking for in your life is one of the most golden things that you can do for your life. And like I said, some folks are just not routine at all. So you really do have to know yourself. But me personally, I realize that while I can be very spontaneous and go for a trip and do a few things, I get a lot of joy from consistently adhering to a particular routine, one that I know works for me, one that I can see results from. And, you know, yeah, shit happens. I get knocked off the routine all the time. And sometimes this is what happens, especially with purpose-driven men, you know, 
disciplined men who decide that they they want to bring women into the picture or they want to tackle something that they they shouldn't be tackling the year before i started a couple of businesses that really just took me off my typical routine and bombarded me and and created extra work for me that i really couldn't handle i had to get back on a routine and learn how to implement the new things into my existing routine with my existing routine serving as the foundation it's very important for people to realize what matters to them for me personally i realize routines are important to me and from being in relationships with women and exposing them to my routine and seeing how they don't have a routine in their lives if they can't get on the routine or support the routine i've realized that that relationship is not going to work for me none whatsoever so it's of utmost important that you're not just wasting your time from year to year not growing some things that you've known before will become more important especially as you get closer to the goals that you really want to achieve in your life it's important for men to understand this it's important for everybody to understand this you know you may just need a routine in order to get to the next level or maybe you have a routine that you don't stick to maybe sticking to it consistently is going to give you results that you never got when you're just on and off of it me personally that's something that i'm changing this year because i'm learning to love my routine you get what i'm saying it's not just something that i'm mindless to do i'm learning to make it something that i consciously do i love it i appreciate it and if it needs to be tweaked i tweak it if it needs to be changed completely i change it if i need to add something to it i do sometimes it's not so easy to add things to your existing routine but that's where the challenge comes in and it only leads to growth that was another big one that i got from 2021 Another one of the big self-study epiphanies that 2021 gave me was mastering relationships in the now. The irony of this is that so many men, so many, are looking at YouTube, looking at other folks, looking all over social media for their cues about what relationships should be. So people are watching this video about what she did to him and what she said and what modern women do and what modern women don't do. And you should get a woman from here and you should get a woman from there. And American women are done. Like we're watching all these things on social media. And the truth is they're not in real time. They're not in the now. A lot of these guys watching all these videos telling you to avoid this and that kind of woman. The truth is, it's very, very hard to avoid these women because they're practically the majority. And at some point, especially if you're the type of guy who's used to be in relationships with these women or just used to be in relationships in general, because you're still addicted to the validation system, no matter how much of a little break you take from relationships, you default back to the same thing because it takes that much conditioning and isolation from these situations and relationships for you to develop the knowledge and the skill to really move around the majority of bad women that are out here to actually find what you need but what is it that you really need you know are you really learning what you need from watching these videos you know how are you going to literally be able to master relationships in the now from just watching stuff on youtube so you have a lot of men who are confused by what they're seeing and what they're hearing and they shouldn't be because what they're seeing and what they're hearing especially on the manosphere on youtube is the truth about women it's the flat out truth about women but how many really are going to be okay with being by themselves and waiting it out until they actually find a high quality woman that they desire and deserve. 
Because the truth is a lot of these men end up not being able to wait it out because that's not what they deserve. They're seeing and they're hearing that you need this type of woman, that type of woman, this type of woman, you know, and this is all under the auspices that you're this type of guy. You're, you're a guy at the top of the ladder who deserves this. And the truth is a lot of men are not at the top of their perspective game. Many don't even understand their life's purpose, haven't really walked it long enough to reap anything from it. So how are you going to get this top tier woman when she hardly exists in the first place? So the truth is, you know, when those urges come, you're likely going to follow them and end up with the same woman that you hear on YouTube that you shouldn't be dating. Because like I said, she's the majority and your discipline is weak. And when you follow those urges and get in those relationships that are mostly sex, what happens is there's a ticking time bomb on that relationship from the minute it started. So you knew that it was never going anywhere. It was never going to last. And she, in her mind, understands that it's not going to last anyways, which is why sometimes she's likely to pull some high stakes stunts just to do some shit to disrupt your flow or just to show you because she knew energetically that you didn't have a strong desire to make it a fulfilling relationship simply because you don't value her that much. She's not who you're looking for. She, in some senses, understands what you're looking at. You YouTube and what you really, really expect and what you truly desire. But she sees you as even if you have some money now or some little bit of status, she sees you as practically not really worth getting that type of woman anyways. And she also believes in her head that she can flip a switch when you become the man that's deserving of it, which is totally untrue. But the bottom line is this ends up being a big waste of your time. And the real reason you're there is because you lack discipline. And most men lack discipline, especially after we've been so caught up in this dating game that revolves around sex and sexual approval and validation on either side of the field, male or female. So frankly, there's not much to master within these scenarios. They're boom and bust. What's unfortunate is that the high degrees of toxicity that come from these short-term relationships are sometimes so profound and so impactful that perhaps you do learn something, but it's all stemming from your initial lack of discipline. And if you happen to be one of the guys out there that has been consuming my content for years and years and consumes other content on YouTube, talking relatively about the same stuff, the, the lack of quality wife material in the dating game amongst Western and Americanized women. Like you can hear that to your blue in the face. It's still not going to change the fact that that's what it is. And therefore, the majority of the women are like this in some degree. But the majority of the men are very complimentary to this because the truth is, if men in any large numbers ever decided to adapt any of these standards that they listen to from guys on the tube, guys like myself, you know what I'm saying? If you ever adopted those and actually lived by them, most of these women will never, they will never even get intimacy from a man. They will never actually be in relationships with anyone. But men, when they realize that some of these women who will not be supportive of them, who are theoretically independent minded women, and some of these guys who have a little bit of clout or money or whatever the case is, who choose the hypergamous women who pretends to be um, cooperative and pretends to be feminine, but truly isn't. So when you have have all these 
kind of situations that most men find themselves easily caught up in. Like who really does have the discipline to avoid all of that altogether, actually build themselves like I talk about in my book, because this is really what it's about. This space that you take away from women in relationships is to allow for you to see these things that have been happening all around you in society, in the media, and showing you how literally you've been set up. Sex is the bait. You're going to, at the very least, have sex with the woman because we live in a sexual culture. But the truth is you really don't begin to evolve until you can literally resist sex when it's easily offered to you to create mating bonds. Truth is, the caliber of women who easily offer you sex to bond with you, whether or not she can actually pair bond with you is something entirely different. But having sex initiates the process whether or not the bond sticks. So having sex or having these kind of relationships are normal. And if you seem to be a guy worthy of doing that for, which let's just be real, you don't have to be high value. You don't have to be high status. You don't have to be high anything. You just have to have some swag, some masculine energy to you. And these things are literally within the reach of almost every man. There's nothing special about having sexual relations with these kind of women. And I don't care what anyone is going to tell you. And once you're sucked into that system of relating with women, which are, you know, like I describe in my book, merely situationships fueled by sex. Sure, you're going to learn some stuff. I'm not going to say you're not going to learn anything, but you're not going to learn anything applicable to the business of actually becoming a man who is deserving of a wife who is loyal to you, loyal to you on all degrees, more loyal to you than she will ever be to any other man outside of her father. And the truth is, this is rarefied air. Most men don't know that's what they need because most men today have been conditioned to have these situational transient relationships with women that are only based on sex. So in reality, if you know for a fact that she's been screwing around with other guys, many guys before you, you are not really that concerned about her being loyal to you. You're not. And if you are knowing that she's been with so many different men and it's just literally your turn, that means that you're severely delusional. You have issues. You do not understand the game. And I do understand that there are many men expecting women who've been around a whole entire block to somehow be loyal to you. Listen, man, I do understand that there are a couple out there who've been literally around the block simply because men haven't treated them right. But that's like saying that it's always men's fault, which means that if you think it's always the men's fault, there's something wrong with that mentality, even if it is all the men's fault. There's something wrong with you thinking that's what the issue is. But in fact, she'll be loyal to you and she'll be everything that she never was to those men, to you. You know, for what? For your money? for your good looks so you don't think all the other guys had that before like you literally have to have way more and if you do have way more why would you choose this particular partner so let's just be real a lot of us are totally ignorant of the fact that we need a woman who is loyal to us because we've literally been socially programmed to believe that we need a woman who's going to put out first and foremost and everything goes from there so like there's no mastering of this very shallow end of the dating pool that the majority of us are stuck in there's no mastering of anything there and since that's the case, guys, 
you have to be able to master relationships in the now. And what that practically means is that you have to be able to master them when you're in them. You have to be able to master them by how you approach them. You have to be able to master them by improving upon what it is that you need, what it is that you want and being able to determine whether or not this person can bring that to your life can ultimately be complementary of what you are doing in your life. And this is where all this work comes from in the first place. The ability to set yourself aside, to work on yourself diligently, finding and following your life's purpose, understanding what that means for you, understanding who you become. So that way, that's who you bring to the relationship. If you've never brought your true and authentic self, your purpose, fulfilling self to a relationship, bringing that person to a relationship and having mastery within that relationship, meaning that you're not just mastering who you are and what you desire from that person but you're learning how to lead based on who you are and what you desire you're learning how to give instructions you're learning how to be patient in many cases because we do understand the nature of where women are so a level of mastery of self comes in first and then a level of mastery in the form of leadership in the form of bringing that woman up to a level where she can actually perform based on your needs and trust me guys that's the hard part that's the real hard part because we know how doom and gloom it is out here for relationships in general with the western woman so being on top of your game is quite frankly a prerequisite of her even being able to receive what you've got to give you not being on top of your game means that you don't have any mastery to teach that's key because even men with a level of mastery to teach, it's not all what everybody paints it out to be that you're just going to attract the top woman wherever you are. No, you're still going to be attracting a little bit of everything. And so therefore, the ability to know what suits you best so that way you can master that relationship in the now is going to be key to being able to put yourself in such a position to do that. Because there's no relationship where you're not going to have to put in some work, put in some work to evolve personally and put in some work to evolve together relationship evolution it's a whole bracket of its own because it's no longer just you alone so there'll always be a level of mastering you have to be doing within that relationship even if she's the cream of the crop that you've been looking for there's still going to be some mastering to do so we can't be paying too much attention to all the fairy tale stuff that we see out here in the manosphere talking about women because the truth is all this talk all this negative talk it, it may be reflective of what we're actually dealing with that's true you know it is reflective of what we're dealing with but the truth is you're still more than likely going to be left to choose amongst the women in this very same shallow dirty dating pool in america because the majority are just not going elsewhere to go find women and when you do go like i have you'll find out a, a large amount of them are being americanized on high levels i got a buddy in mexico right now who just got there not too long ago and he's like oh my gosh like this is America too, and it seems as if it's getting more Americanized, which means that the women would be just like the women in California, Atlanta, and New York in just a few short years. So if he's smart, maybe he has an opportunity to do enough research to see what he needs and get something from there. And that's providing time permits that. But if not, he'll, he'll be back in California dealing with California women, understanding all of these flaws and these things that you're learning on the manosphere about these women. And it's quite shocking 
in many cases. So, you know, there's so much that goes into your ability to be able to master relationships in the now, but it's not going to work if you're just sitting on the sidelines and not really taking proactive actions to get what you need. That's the hard part. It'll always be the hard part, but it can all be doom and gloom. You've got to get in the game, especially after you are standing squarely on your foundation, which is always the key. What's up, guys? I know you hear me talking about the coaching that I do. You can connect with me for coaching at my website, IamNakata.com and HeartOnBreak.com for one-on-one coaching sessions that dig deeper than just why the relationship failed, why she broke up with you, because I understand that many men are coming from this position to really wake up and take life seriously. Many of us have been totally distracted by the desires of pursuing relationships and have never been really challenged to know themselves. Man, know thyself and to thyself be true. The metaphysical coaching that I do provides you with an opportunity to know yourself on a metaphysical level, energetically speaking, so that way you can better understand your life's purpose, better understand your relationship compatibilities, and better understand who you're supposed to work with, the light and shadow sides of the energies that you possess. You won't regret it. You can run your chart for free at jovianarchive.com before you book a session with me. I look forward to working with you. It being 2022, a whole new year, so to speak, really doesn't change people at all. And that's what you learn if you live long enough that every January 1st, nothing changes but your mindset. And that's what's important, you know, and you get to use the 12 months for introspection, analytics, and pretty much determine how you're going to improve. I really don't see any other use for it other than that, because the mass majority of it could be just a complete waste of your time dealing with relationships, work, and a variety of other things that you think you have to be doing that is really you just, quite frankly, being stuck in a position that you can't deliver yourself from. And honestly, we're all faced with that task, not just every year, but sometimes every day, every few months. We're all faced with a task of moving ourselves from one position of which we're not satisfied with or perhaps a position that we've just frankly outgrown, something that really doesn't make us happy anymore. But the old program and the old ways of doing things that got you there in the first place is such a strong program in that you may not literally move out of that spot for many years to come. And every January 1st, when you say you're going to make a change or you're going to do something different, you actually don't because the programming is so embedded in you. So it's been years now that my books came out. You know what I mean? And now I've been talking about the stuff that I've been talking about. And it's still applicable to men because when you decide that you're going to follow your life's purpose, there are going to be results from it. But you're also going to find yourself in ruts while you are in pursuit of your life's purpose. You're going to find yourself being challenged. You're going to find yourself having to make changes to achieve more growth within the purpose while being where you want to be. You know, you just want to be further along versus being just at one level of mastery. This is always going to be a part of who we are year in, year out. You've just got to know where it is that you need the most work done. Me personally, last year was just 
one of those years where I got a chance to look at myself in ways that I never did before. And and I'm glad for it. But man, am I motivated to do better? I am. I see some specific areas that I just couldn't see the way I see right now. And I see how if I just stay on myself to make these changes, to do this work, to make things easier, to get the help that I need, to use the resources available to me, I don't have to continue experiencing this. But if somehow I remain arrogant, I remain in this position. I I try to do it all on my own when I can't or perhaps I shouldn't. You know, it doesn't mean that I can't get it done on my own. It just means sometimes perhaps trying to do it on my own will just mean that I'll be here doing it for a much longer time than I would if I enlisted the help of others. And this is a key aspect of anybody's growth. There's only so much you can do by yourself. 2021 for me also presented me with a lot of changes. I mean, some changes that that I have to live with for the rest of my life. And it started in 2020. But man, me personally and my family lost about four aunts and it wasn't all COVID, but it was all in some ways COVID related. And I mean, it, it really is just about the time that we're in right now. A lot of people have died. A lot of people are dying. These are people who are all in their 80s, to be honest with you, who've lived quite full lives but you know the truth is there's always a time for everyone to go unfortunately for me you know some of those deaths included my very best friend who was was just 38 years old so you know that for me personally you know that was a big big change that was a big change now i understand that my friend had been sick for 10 years dealing with kidney disease but man it, it just hits differently when they actually do go you know you can know someone's gonna die but it's just nothing compared to when it does actually happen and that is like someone that you're used to talking to a lot you know my best friend was one of the people that understood me the best in these last 20 years of my life and he was somebody who instilled and inspired a lot of confidence in me going back to the age of 16 and you know I'm thankful to have had him he certainly wasn't a perfect person because even in his sickness you know we dealt with a lot of his imperfections and a lot of the growth that he had to go through but on one of these episodes i'll definitely talk more about my best friend but he literally did die on january 1st 2021 so i started the year with the death of my best friend so as a man as you continue you got other friends but it's nothing like the one dude that you feel like you can tell everything to because you'll still be a little reserved about telling others things that you wouldn't normally tell them just because the person that you trusted to tell these things is no longer there and in some cases as a man you're going to be reserved about it you really are it's not even though i got brothers that i can talk to it's not so easy to have those conversations with them especially since i've been used to having it with a particular person over the last 20 years and now that person is gone it's it's just not an easy transition so you know i started my year out on this vibe as well as you know experiencing other deaths in the family within the year after that and you know a lot of things change And, you know, the other big major, major, major change along the death of family members and the death of my best friend is that I changed my freaking diet, yo. 
<laughs> you know, I, if anyone knows me and what I advocate for and what I talk about a lot, everybody understands that, you know, I'm a plant-based nutritionist. So therefore, you know, most of my expertise lays in the realm of not eating meat, being, you know, following a vegan diet, nutrition based on these principles. Well, your boy no longer is a vegan after 15 straight years of being one. Like I shocked myself with this and I'll definitely talk a bit more about this because, you know, guys. I'm always talking about health to some capacity and I'll share some jewels on why I felt I had to change the diet in such a major way because it's definitely a major way in which I've changed but we'll talk more about that but yeah your boy no longer a vegan I know that's going to disappoint a lot of folks but you know I'm no longer sponsored by any of these companies or anything of that nature so you know I, I'm gonna do me it's been a big change but I tell you no lie you know after six months of doing this I feel really good I feel more knowledgeable than I've ever been before. And I feel more comfortable about where my health is going because, you know, there's this big if thing that is around the plant-based thing. Sure, it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. The humanity of it makes a lot of sense. The sustainable aspect of it makes a lot of sense. But the truth is everything about the consumption of meat and animal products isn't unsustainable like it's been painted to be. So there's certainly things that people need to understand. And the truth is the soils are depleted and they've been long depleted. So if you're literally only dependent on vegetables for your nutrients, then you're somewhat in a tough spot because you really can't get everything from these plants as you think you are. I mean, that's somewhat of a delusion that folks have actually implanted in our minds that somehow we're just going to be better off. Our nutrition is going to be better simply because we're consuming more plants. Not always the case, family. Not always the case. And, you know, for me, it's about carbs to a certain degree. A lot of plant-based people are overeating carbs and consuming mass amounts of sugar and a variety of different genetically modified organisms as well, too. So it's a lot more to it than just eating for vitamin A, B, C, and D. You get what I'm saying? There's a lot more to it. And that's why I made the change. And I'll be talking about it more and more as the time goes by, because I'm still new to this new dietary lifestyle that I'm living. And I'm still experimenting and I'm still trying to figure out if this is what's ultimately best for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I didn't do the, the vegan thing arrogantly and I won't do this arrogantly neither. I care about what's best for my body. That's it. I don't care about what's fashionable or what's stylish or what makes the most sense. <laughs> now, it, it was what makes me feel as if I have a better chance of living a longer, healthier life. Now that I've ran my mouth about all the things that I personally had to transcend in 2021, I definitely wanted to give shout outs to all of my supporters throughout 2021. Guys, as much as you'll hear me talk about the manosphere you know, red pill and a variety of other things pertaining to, to men and masculinity in today's world. You know, I'm not the biggest follower of everything or everyone in this space, but I do definitely recognize people in the space and want to give some shout outs to a lot of the guys that are making top of the line content out there that I listen to, that I find to be people who I can learn from. And I must admit it, it ain't a whole bunch of other people in the so-called manosphere, but I will list my favorites that I consume mostly on YouTube. And my top honor goes to Dr. T. Hassan Johnson, the Institute of Black Male Studies. He's got a YouTube channel that is 
really, really, really catered towards understanding misandry in today's society, just really showing you in so many different ways how the hate for men has literally been institutionalized all across the board in our entire society. And then when we talk specifically about what that means for black men, it's it's completely different than what it means for every other man here. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is content that shows men that, hey, there are men who actually give a crap about you, your life, your health, your wealth, your education, and all the things that matter for you to have a good life in America, since so many things are against you having a good life in America. Dr. T. Hassan Johnson and all of his colleagues that make his show such a popular show, I love it. You guys go ahead and support that. And I love this channel also. I, like I said, I'm not the guy who's going to be sitting down and watching hours and hours and hours of stuff but if i were to pay attention to anything of course it's dr t hassan johnson mediocre tutorial reviews mtr that's the name of his channel on youtube he covers everything i love it this guy's intelligent he he did announce on his channel earlier in the year about some illnesses or cancer that he's going through but he's still making content and i hope he's going to be okay and hope he's going to take care of his health in the way he needs to to stick around and keep doing what he's doing because it's a positive light in this manosphere space and it's not just primarily talking about women it's talking about everything and you know my top dude that i listen to on youtube for the most part is pimp god <laughs> i was exposed to this guy a couple of years ago and i and i wasn't able to really follow his content and then i got re-exposed again last year and i'm telling you um, it's he's one of those guys that for me at my level, you know, he studies a lot of the stuff that I've been studying for years. In my opinion, he's better able to articulate some of that stuff. Love it, man. Pimp God, Pimp God Nation is his channel on YouTube. Y'all got to check it out. Another one that I love on YouTube. And like I said, it's not very many that I love and that I follow, but I got to put the BOA or the book of Alpharonomy or something like that, man. Love this dude. I, I can't recall anything that this man says that is not G code, that is not top of the line game, man. He is 100% on point. A guy that's much like myself in his preferences, the type of women he likes, and the things he talks about. He keeps it 100% real. Even though many people in the manosphere are talking down against black women, he says, yo, that's the type of women he likes. That means the game that he's talking about is even more important in order to have these type of women who are gonna roll with you and and literally be loyal to you and that's not an easy thing for us men to find these days regardless of what position that you're in so boa check him out on youtube man shout outs to coach greg adams as well too he's dropping game out there i love the huberman podcast with all the health stuff that i do this dude just drops research back information for men that i just love and it's of course not just entirely for men, but a lot of the content that he was covering in regards to hormones recently on the Joe Rogan podcast, I found that to be very good information for my research. So Huberman podcast is um, definitely something I pay attention to. And then, you know, I give some honorable mention to some of those guys that have been out there on the manosphere for a long time, such as, you know, OBS, you know, Black Pill, where would we be without him? You know what I'm saying? Black Ram 313. These are content makers that have been on here since before I wrote my book to my knowledge. So much respect to these guys. Much respect to Kevin Samuels as well. Much respect to everybody out there playing their role and bringing awareness to the manosphere. 
even though there's still a lot of creators in this space that are literally just talking about women and women focused. But, you know, these guys here for sure are not entirely women focused at all. You know what I'm saying? This is the best information for men that I can find out there that really does focus on you in relation to women. And of course, Dr. T. Hassan Johnson has nothing to do with women in the sense of you being who you need to be for women. It's you being educated. It's you being aware. It's you understanding the challenges that you are facing in America and being able to adapt to it, which is of utmost importance because things change. And if you don't, you go extinct with everything else that's not changing. So big shout outs to everybody who doing their part in this space, man. I love it. And I consider you to support it. And I appreciate all the support that I've gotten from you guys over the last six years. We're pushing out a lot more content in 2022 for you guys. Pardon the interruption. If you're enjoying the content that I'm sharing here on this brand new podcast, guys, please do your boy a favor and leave some reviews, leave some comments, like, share, do all that stuff. I would certainly appreciate any support that I get from you guys. And as usual, you can connect with me at IamNakata.com.